This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'm not quite sure if I can say it in English, but um, goats are the salt in the soup. You know, if the, if the soup is tasty, there has to be salt on it, yeah? And without a goal, you can't win the game. So, uh, we try to uh, be good chefs. Everything that's been is past The answer's in the loop 
Welcome to episode 30 of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. Coming up, we'll talk Spurs, cultures, take your Twitter questions and run through the latest from the last week. Uh, with me, Matt, today I've got uh, the culture vulture himself, uh, the boy George of the podcast, Richard Kusmala. Yeah, Matt, good evening and welcome. And not quite as excitable, I've got the whoppinator, Neil Wayne. Yeah, not excited. Uh, right, so um, another week, another hammering. Um, Cosy, do you want to talk about something maybe slightly positive? You came away buzzing from Tottenham about the whole stadium yeah. experience. Another hangover. Yeah, uh, obviously, despite what he answered in his press conference today, probably the main reason why we filled our allocation, but it would be lit. I would be call, but I'd go as far as say I enjoyed it more than Wembley, better than Wembley. Obviously not the result, but... For so many reasons, I thought the staff were quality all the way up to the ground. People polite, pleasant, couldn't do more for you, help you in. Nothing to do with the fact that you can get three lager, different lagers on tap, which Come concourses after 15 minutes were absolutely packed with people not even wanting to. You're almost like a game's getting away the social side and that as well. The, the ground I liked, obviously it's set up for safe standing. That'll be class when it comes in thought when we were chanting it were echoing loud the roofs obviously been designed to keep some of the noise in thought the end where Spurs fans you know that kind of their cop I don't know what it's called with that beautiful cock uh, on the top of the stand I thought that was uh, different unique I like the big screens in the corners I think that'll you know obviously we'll Premier League leaving it behind the bar when they're going to show us the bar action and stuff that that'll be good as well just felt you were near the pitch Tick, tick, tick. Everything was just total quality to me. And yeah, apart from my performance, but still a V. So, uh, Neil, we got the team news through and we understand he's trying to do a few things, but at the same time, prior to the Spurs game, he said he's going there to try and get something. And when you get something, you we, should, we did, you surely we did, pick... We got a good hiding. That's what we got. You surely pick Aaron Moy. There shouldn't be a time when Adam Moy is fit that he's not first named down on that team sheet. And I'd argue that all day long with anybody. He is simply our best player. Of the last 50 years? Yeah, he's our best player. He's the best well, player I've seen in a town Frank, yeah. I've been watching town far too long. Um, it'll be 40 years next year I've been watching town. And Adam Moy is the best player I've seen in a town shirt. And to, not, to have him available and have him watching for 83 minutes... And then have him waffling after about they've come on and they've made an impact on other 
give over, Jan. I'm sorry, but no, I'm not having that. Seven, seven minutes for Adam Moy, give over. Incredible comment from Jan Monty afterwards saying, you know, we really got back into it when Moy and Mooney came on and that as well. I could have told you that before. We could have asked, you could have asked anyone who having a beer before they gave him. So, you know, they'd have made a difference from the start. Incredible. It was almost like we were trying to claim glory for some kind of tactical, brilliant substitution and... Yeah, right, Mooney's head was a shocker, but you're just incredible. You were deflated before you even kind of walked up the steps. There were people like, you'd obviously get your team on your phone now, people just like holding it up and just shaking heads. It were like, wow. Well, we had, a, we had an 11 pick there, and you couldn't, when we don't score goals anyway, but to play with Carlin Grant on his own, Kachunga wide. Ben who I go with me and Ben and Pozzo were there Saturday and mate and we saw a team gave team out and Ben had it bang right he says we've been in Premier League for two years and we're starting away at Tottenham with a midfielder Chris Lerver Johnny Ogg Bakuna and Kachunga after two years in Premier League and spending what 70-80 million quid along the way you, you, when you're coming out to, up to you know being in there two years, that can't be your midfield, and that that sort of quite damning. And then you've got Lerva wouldn't have even played midfield for us in the championship. No, yeah. and you've got Adam Moy sat watching. You've got Danny Williams playing for a contract, sat watching. And obviously we'll get onto the bit about Danny Williams later. But the fact that those two are watching, one of them don't kick a ball, the other one gets seven minutes, and he's starting with that midfield that we've got. I'm sorry, but it's just every level are wrong. It's the we, last week I made a point of saying he'd done five systems in ten games, chopping, changing. Slightly worried that he's not finding a pattern. Um, he's obviously do, he's obviously doing something we're not aware of. Um, and if if he's aware of it as well, that's another thing. But this again, another system, six system in eleven games. If you're and he said, you know, these are he he pretty much intimated that these are like preseason games now, and. If it's pre-season, you start putting your stamp on things. I don't see a five-four-one setup at Tottenham as putting a stamp on it. Okay, went four-three-three later on, and it looked all right for a little bit until we got picked off on the break. Only, only because they took off a big lad at middle at pitch and brought a kid on, and it's still getting our side. I think. Yeah, yeah it's still getting Skip our it. side, but that's you know yeah. they they lost that sort of powerful dominance that they had. That's I mean, Sissoko they, they strolled through game. They they went home, hung the kit up, and walked fresh kits again. Last think, night at Man City, didn't they? But I think that's okay. what's embarrassing for me. And, and I listen, you know, oh God, this, we're just being mocked now by kind of the national public, you know. Odyssey, I heard something the other day, could, he, could Messi do it at Huddersfield on a Saturday and all this lot. It's, we're getting what we deserve now, really. It makes me sad, obviously, we love Huddersfield as does everyone listening to this, but we're getting mocked, we're getting humiliated. We're looking at an absolute embarrassment. And then when Sievert's coming out after the game saying, I didn't think it was a fair reflection between the teams, he just... Honestly, this is the it, guy it who's won. meant. To, it should have been about eight. Oh, this is the guy who's meant to be our figurehead, our leader. You know, if he'd have come on there and said, "Look, they had you know players missing," you know, we were we were well beaten. But he's incredible. I'm all for positivity, but it's just it just stupidity, really. And his comments. I mean, we'll come on his press conference stuff for today for Watford, but I just don't get where he's coming from anymore, to be honest. Who'd be in Steve Simmonson's boots now? He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted to the championship. I think that's a great segue into the next section which I wanted to bring up. 
um, which is all about culture and identity. And Cosa, you like to, uh, your identity and culture is definitely one of Spanish sunshine and uh, sangria and, <laughs> and whatnot. So we know what you're about. So we know full, full well, Neil, what Cos is about. You know, he's about having a good time, his beer and what have you. But we don't know what Jan Zivert's about. And we kind of intimated this last week. We had a little section and we said when David Wagner came in, he did what he did. He, he led the way. Uh, Stuart Weber also led the way in, in doing what we were doing. Um, what David Wagner did straight away was build a really strong culture and identity at Huddersfield Town. It was built from the first team, the office staff, down to the under-9s, a system based on pressing, uh, being on the front foot, hard work. Uh, remember when he first came in and he said the best thing about it was that everyone bought into his his ideas. He was really sort of buzzing about how everyone had just taken everything on board. Um, we still need to see... And here, I think, what Jan's culture and identity is. Because so far, it's all muddled. It's, it's really muddled. What What is it? What are you about, Jan? I want to know. I don't want to sit here and say these things every week. I just want to know where he's going with things. Um, he said players are buying into his ideas previously. What are his ideas, though? This is what we need to know. I th- it, lo- it looks I, like there's no idea, to be honest. I know, I know that sounds harsh. but I know, I know at first he said he wants to move the ball forward quicker, uh, less backwards passes and we could see that you know Tommy Smith wouldn't pass it back to the keeper but that seems to have fallen away very quickly um, we've seen a side chop and change every week we've seen a lot of players not sure what they're doing um, recently I listened to a, a Five Live uh, podcast about rugby league and John Wilkins uh, rugby league plays not just about rugby but he's really good when he talks about all sports you know like James Haskell is really good when he does bits about rugby union Um and one of the things they were talking about with Jamie Jones Buchanan uh, of Leeds Rhinos is when a coach leaves, who passes on the culture and how is it preserved? And I thought that was a really interesting point. Um, and and they, they kind of intimated that recruitment was so key, you know, in staff, players, um, and it has to be good to preserve what you've got. And it made me think in 2018, we've moved away from, you know, the German identity and we've brought in quite a lot of French players who've got a different way of life, a different you know, a different sort of ethos and we've kind of undone what we've done through 2018. And one thing he said, uh, John Wilkin in this podcast was, if your culture isn't strong, then a lot of players revert to type. Um, they'll misbehave, they'll slack off and, they'll, and they won't perform if they're not led via the environment. If you don't have a culture, then things go into free fall. And it was that, what he said, which made me think, this is what I'm seeing at Huddersfield. I'm seeing a club or a team going to free fall who are getting battered pretty much every week, Neil? There's a few things that alarm me. Mentioned it last week, I think, that we had a, a, for a short spell of two or three games, had an influx of the youth, Dehaney, Daly, Raw, not to be seen since. They're over in Poland, aren't they? The but minute. they've been bombed out for the last few games, nowhere near it. We'll probably um, skip over Aaron Rowe's Instagram, uh, Snapchat post as well, which yeah. was a little bit strange, but we'll um, give, him, give him the benefit of the doubt. But then you've got today's press conference where Jan, and to quote, said, I can't waste time, I have to learn about these players. 12 games in, Jan. Then he's put, we have to look at all the details in the summer. We have to look at our squad, players, playing style of the championship. It's all about next season. That alarms me. Alarms that alarms me. me massively. The fact that we're 12 games in. He had apparently been watching us for the previous 18 months, two years. 
surely we've set him on because he's got a plan. He's got his own style. Jan's plan. But there's no discernible style there. It's all chop change, players in and out. No, There's no continuity. I get that he's got to see all these different players. That's but to put the youth in and then to drop the youth out again and then to... I mean, to say that what he said today, you're 12 games in, Jan. When Wagner came in, you could tell in the warm-up at Sheffield Wednesday there were a style. You're telling the Marbella video. Just in the warm-up. And then we set up with square pegs, round holes. But he did it for a reason. He did it because he was setting up, this is how we're going to play. This is our style. This is Huddersfield Town. This is the new era. And you could see it. And that's why people accepted the defeats yeah. because the manner of the, the football, the manner of you how we went see about where it, we were going. you could see a very positive plan, which is why the excitement then built for the summer. But this, there's, there's, he hasn't got a style. They didn't a style. Is it, I've just pulled up the... Because we'll, we'll, we'll move on to Jan. We've got a section on Jan's quotes in a minute as well. Yeah, from the, I pulled up a press conference from when he joined us and they were pushed okay. on what is his style. And he says, yeah, we quote it. We can talk flowery about everything, but the most important thing is to work it out with the players. End quote. That, that's but, what he said when he joined. I mean, on the evidence of twelve games, he's not worked it out with the players. And, and if anything, well, one thing I wanted to, worse. one thing I found really interesting in in this podcast was, and they've got it from there's a a chap called Damien Hughes who some people may or may not have heard of. He's he's an author and he's uh, he's got a book called Liquid Thinking. And I hate terms like liquid thinking. It just seems so contrived. Uh, but it's really interesting, and he specialises in, in working and sporting cultures. Uh, one of the points he makes is that he describes people who, who do day-to-day, who, who lead the standards 24-7 with the day-to-day behaviours as cultural architects. Um, when David Wagner came in, um, he was always really gushing in his praise for the way that Mark Hudson and Dean Whitehead uh, trained and, and led the way within training. They might not have always played, but they set the standards of the culture and identity in and around that football club on the training ground. I don't know whether I'm clutching, but Dean Whitehead stopped playing in the summer and all of a sudden our culture and identity has started to tail off a little bit. But what I what I look at, and we were looking at the pitch on, on Saturday, uh, Neil, and we were looking at who the, perhaps we'll call them cult- cultural architects, are apart from Jan Ziva, and we need to see who they are. But we were looking at Jonathan Hogg in particular, and every and I thought Hogg had a really poor game for the first sixty minutes. Really poor um, on Saturday. The last half hour he was good, but the first sixty I thought he was pretty poor. He wasn't his own. No, there were eleven that were poor. But uh, we talk about him in particular, and every week he's roasting. I know it's mostly Ben Hamer, but every week he's roasting people. He's getting fired in, and I think it, there seems to be either that he is that architect, if you like, and the message is just not getting across whether there's there's a problem or whether there's no message and there just seems to be such a mess on the pitch you know as to that there's no direction there's people trying to drive it in many terms but there's there's just nothing nothing going on you've there you've got Cosa. Bakuna doing a few things out of youthful exuberance Carl and Grant I do like you know a couple of bits on Saturday probably could have done better there's but, a few decisions where they, but he's yeah, young, but he's, young, he's a he? young kid he's learning but you can see a lot of um a lot of scope for improvement. He should have there. slid Mooney in at one point, but whether Steve had scored. But that's by the by. The <laughs> yeah. fact is that he's he's got that bit about him. He can see a bit of promise, a bit of confidence about him. Other than that, all over the pitch, nothing. Heads are down. Nothing. Everyone 
they're turning up. They just want to get every game out at Wayham. To be fair, we got away with. He can say what he wants about what's going on Saturday. We got away with four 0 we, we could have possibly had a couple of goals second half. Mooney should have done better with that header. Grant, Grant should have done better, better with a chance. Yeah. But We've got Liverpool away week on Friday. <sighs> the only saving grace is that well, they've got Barcelona round it, so they probably play a mix and match team or maybe They could play an under-15s in Amaros at the minute, yeah, the way it's but, going. But, wow, what a mess. And I think the irony for me... And they, they won't go into pause <clears> mode like Tottenham did on Saturday. We either. signed all them wingers, yeah. Neil. They need they to win the game. All them wingers, and we, all right, one or two were injured. There were none of them around, and... You know, you're not telling me Ramadan Sobi couldn't have, you know, we couldn't have seen what he could do. I just don't get that. This decisions off the pitch. That you Do know, you think Sobi will be with. here next year? Because no. there, there no. was one of the questions no. on Twitter. And, no. Why would he, he won't want to come back. It's maybe a cynical question, maybe from, from Mike, but, you know, we like Mike. This is what you do. What you do. But he, he's saying Sobi's probably a, a mechanism to sell shirts in Egypt because of his amount of Instagram followers. And to be fair, we did jump up quite, astronomically from, from Egypt but I, I don't see Sobi being it and that's another poor acquisition really um, it just seems it's just a strange, strange one so we've got a few well, further it goes though to be honest if you look at it I, I put a tweet out probably a couple of months ago now and I said there'd be at least 14, 15, 16 players that would leave this summer and p- some people had a go at me for that saying nah I won't be anywhere near that I'm telling you it will be somewhere near that. Because if you look through that squad now, there'll be some who were, well, some are already out at door. Some, are mentally been, out some of have door. been out at door since Christmas. There's some who just simply aren't good enough. And there's others who, well. I think this is a good I'm, point to throw in I'm, a few. I'll, I'll, I'll be I think what worries me, Matt, is that, <laughs> a lot of things, but, we know in the championship you've got to have the fight. So and we know a lot of them players have got a proven track record for the championship. But I don't think There's I, no hunger, is there? No, that's just it. And I just don't know, right, we're in another division, right, lads, let's go again. And everyone's just like at the before. I just don't see it. It's like it's all a mental thing, I think, sometimes football. Like, you training at, well, if if Jan's here in summer, are all are the, are the players who are existing now are, are still with us next season coming back excited or just hmm. wondering? And I'll, I let John to just wonder. You also wonder as well, Lerva, and these are great players, and I'd never question their mentality or anything no. like that. Christopher Schindler, Lerva, brilliant legends of Huddersfield. You just wonder if we, when, well, when we go back down, will they be, do they want to go through that all again, that 46 games? If they do, wonderful. But, but there were always the danger, Matt, the and the disappointment of this being like that. Obviously, we went left field again, but, and we were talking here until the end of the season, but that was my thought just to protect the new manager and obviously we haven't protected him with well, by, I by, applauded it on the other part you know kind of bold let's not, not wait but, yourself, but no. I think the worry thing for me Neil is that 12 games in okay I could handle even what we one defeat sorry one 12 defeats or whatever it is if you could see some there kind of coming out of the flames but apart from Bakuna and if there'd been a plan and we looked like we'll get, we were unlucky I'll take that do you think but that there's no plan and do you was think not the, being the club need to maybe help him and get his point across? Do you think that would help if they kind of if What's they did his point, if they, if they did a, an interview with Jan Ziva and he laid it out of what he I wants do, to do? Matt, I do. I do. I think he kind of feels he's been left on his own a little bit. I feel a bit 
kind of bad calling like, him a little bit. Because, his English, is, English yeah. isn't his first language. Let's, no, there's no director of football. I mean, his assistant we got from Barnsley. I don't know his name, sorry, but... The Fonz. Yeah, but it's like you don't even see any interviews with him. You know, like you see other That's managers... That's all well and, and good, though, but that doesn't stop him of his own style now. No, that, no that doesn't stop this him is the thing we don't Friday understand. We place. don't understand what he's doing, Neil. It, it, there may be a reason why he's doing what he's doing. We just want to know what he's doing. If it had took him the first six games to get some kind of style implemented, and we lost those first six games, but then you could see a bit of a continuity with style, and then we won one and lost another, Beginning and of then drew. When did we beat Wolves? You know that's game four. Or five, I'd have probably took that. I thought, but we when you've had one there. one win, and let's be fair. We all have beat Wolves, so that doesn't <laughs> really count. We'll be there next year. <laughs> but we've lost 11 games. Yeah, but it's just and that. if you look at them yeah, 11, yeah. You, you'll tell me one game in them 11 where you've gone, unlucky today. Yeah, and and when you think about all the games one, we lost it? in a row, really. under Wagner by an odd goal, we were coming here thinking we were unlucky, we just weren't far away, obviously, the goals and yeah. stuff that's killed us. And that, that was the thing, I know he's, he's got limited players to work with or what have you, but we I'm reading some of that stuff when we were appointed. It's about his philosophy is apparently attacking football, but I don't. You don't see us getting any goals whatsoever or nothing. We just seem to want to contain and that team against Tottenham to me it was just a matter of let's just keep it down. To I've I've got no issue in him doing what he needs to do. Just I think as supporters, if you travel to Tottenham, you know the 300 mile, you get up at five in the morning or four in the morning, whatever you did, Neil, to you know pick your mates up and drive down. You just want to know what what he's trying to do. And you know, and then fair enough, back him. But when you can't see what he's doing and what he says goes against what mm. what he's doing, it gets very confusing. And like we just we just want to know where we're going. We don't know though, do we? We've got it's like a bus with front wheels that's come off. It's nothing against mm. Jan Ziva. We just want to know essentially oh. where we go. Where well, we go? See What's that the team plan? at eleven, Matt? It's just like before you even gone in the ground. Had a, yeah, you want to turn around? Maybe, maybe some guys aren't even packed up, and it's just like. You see that and just think, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point? There's a couple of good Twitter um, comments that came in. So, at Terry MK, Philip Lawton says, Not a dig at Jan Ziva, but everything that David Wagner built, the togetherness, the atmosphere, the spirit, the no limits, the fight, seems lost. It's what brought so many in. Can we get it back or will we see a very different town? And we've got a new fo- new follower, so hello, Polish hippie, Stan. Yes, Stan, what a legend. Yeah. I'm instrumental a- for these shares coming back. What a- he was. He was. Uh, I believe he was the the one who who started the songs about uh, Mella, the Portsmouth goalkeeper, back in the eighties. Right? We won't yeah. repeat those songs, but he told me on a bus down to Millwall he was the one that instigated that. That would get your bands nowadays. <laughs> he, he got a rise out of him apparently, but well done, well done, Stan. If you want, well, Stan sir. Uh, he said, "I think that was lost under David Wagner. Heads went down before he left. New players not working as hard as ones we let go. Southampton game, you could see that there was no belief, no fight. Jan Ziva is coming to take over a squad where half of them mentally are set on leaving in the summer, mm-hmm. and that's true. Yeah, comment. It's, it's, it's very, it's, yeah. it's very, very true. But his the worry about Jan well, is his man no management, the man management, and lack of the lack of clear pathway of where we're going. That's that's what we're worried about. Whoever, whoever's staying, leaving, whatever." There's still no discernible style. He hasn't set his stall out, and this is this I'll, is how we're playing. We have done that. I'll finish. The reason why I've really gone into this culture and identity, and what got me thinking was a was a WhatsApp message that you said, Cosy, about the whole Dortmund thing. And so I think we'll finish by just saying: Do we keep this particular culture and identity that we've built up? Um, this isn't just about the style of play in in itself. It's more about the ethos throughout the club. The whole no limits. The 
small dog syndrome is what David Wagner said, which got a little bit tired towards the end. Does it need a reboot or does it just not work without David Wagner and do we need to maybe try something different? Well, I, I've wanted something different. I'm not saying it now, but I could see why the club went with it, you know, kind of keep... Even though Dean would at points to point out that he's his own man, it's not what it was before and stuff, but let's be honest, you're trying to continue it continuation of kind of what we've been doing before and Matt I remember you nearly cuts to mass yeah rather than rip it all up you know continue but I just feel it does but you know what's going to make me so mad if we do give it a reboot and if they, you know we'll probably talk later on about this stuff in the Sunday papers about ownership and what have you but it just seems to be a waste of 16 games which is exactly I mean like god these I'm just these quotes just leaving me fuming today like you know ball in and the boat gets up there Phil Starbuck Quotes now, Cosy. So, it's incredible. do you want me to read some of these out that I've picked out? So, uh, so these are the ones that Jan Zivert's come out with today. Um, so it follows on from the whole culture talk. Is that um, Jan says we're still learning. I have a long-term view, which is great. Um, I'm still learning about these players, and I have to do this in the last four games. I hate losing. It hurts me losing so many games. Uh, my energy comes from this long-term view. Getting ready for next season. This club comes first. I go through every detail with Dean. And we will present a team next year. That is our idea. We have to be clever. I think what would really help is if the club could just get that idea across so we know where we're going. And I think that would really help a lot of people who seem to be turning against him. Just If people could just see what he was trying to do or understand, I think it would really help Jan Ziva. So you know, people would just back off and just let him get on with it. Uh, whereas what's happening at the minute, I'm seeing in the stands and forums, Twitter, social media... People are starting to build up against Jan Ziva. They're already got it in their heads that Jan's not the man. And the worry is that when it, we're different. If, if we start well next season, we'll, we'll get behind him 100%. You know, if we understand what he's doing, we'll give him it. But the problem is a lot of people, because they can't see what he's doing, it just seems like he's chopping, changing, doesn't know what he's doing. There's no style, no he's culture. He's chopping and changing. People can't get behind that. So people are making up their mind that he's not the man. And when it comes to next season, it's going to make his life a lot more difficult if the fans aren't with him. But I think I remember calling, saying, look, we're going to have to be all educated. We're going to take a lot more beatings. I said this when he joined. Take a lot more beatings. We need to get behind a bigger picture, long-term, etc., etc." And we're all for that. But by now, we should be, you know, seeing some kind of something from this car crash of a season that we can cling on to. And I... I just can't believe it. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to nick your quote. This is the thing that, honestly, just getting me mad just thinking about what I'm going to say. Yeah. We have to look at all the details in the summer. We have to look at our squad, players, playing style of the championship. What an incredible thing to say. I can't believe that. We have to look at all the details in the summer. Well, what's this about? What is he saying? It's almost like, right, he's going to prepare a dossier in June saying, yeah, this is what, you know, we should do. We should be saying it now. It's just ridiculous. You should be saying it now. Preparation. You know, I hate to say it, but Bielsa, God, preparation's Stop key. talking about Leeds. No, Bielsa, though, <laughs> the preparation he does for games, you know, the, the stuff that he, he give about, stuff we can dream of. We've got our manager in the Premier League saying here, we're going to look at all the deals in the summer. It's not an amateur team, man. This is a professional Premier League football club. And he's in a division that takes no prisoners. We could go through again. What an unbelievable thing to say. And part of me th- gets mad with the club. Where's the help for this guy? You know, look at all the details. Who's looking at the details? Julian Winter. We haven't got a director of football. Who's looking at these details? Jan, his assistant. Have we got any scouts? He's just a farce. It's an absolute ridiculous situation. 
It's all about next season. He ends with air. We know that, Jan. We know that. Honestly, I find it sometimes hard to blame him at all. But it's like, I can't waste time. I have to learn about these players. I just I just can't believe what he said there. It's almost like, we've been. what have we been doing? It's like, there we go. I think we should get rid of this, that and the other. Them discussions should be happening. And we should be talking to players now. Even though we can't sign any. We should be talking to them. There should be discussions being had. Who knows? They might be being ab surprised me, but he just seems the he just seems we're all over the place. And if he's done nothing <sighs> since coming to Huddersfield, he's at least triggered Cosy's rant button. I think that's I don't probably. I got so mad about it. I though. think that's the. I think when we do the end of season we have to look awards, at the playing style of championship, we should know. We should be knowing that now. When we do the end of season awards, I think Cosy's one rant mm. of the season, hands down. There. What <laughs> we're going to be saying two disagree. months into next season, disagree. Matt? We're going to be like, oh right, we have got to figure the style out then of the championship. It's just no. This this is why I've been saying it for two weeks. Just said no, this is why I brought it up last week about the style and what David Wagner did, and it's, you can't always compare him. It's not fair to compare him against the best manager we've had for almost hundred years. I compare to but anybody. We just want to see something. Got to, you've, got, you've got to have your own way of doing things and a minute it's as simple as that I think the problem is though it's like maybe we spoke before with Stuart Webb and Ross Wilson but someone to calm it like a director or whatever right this is what we're doing this is where we're going this is what we're thinking and then I could kind of sit and say okay yeah, yeah I'm a bizarre coach, I agree but, with that but yeah it needs a different kind of voice say, yeah, doesn't it I feel to, a bit yeah. sorry kind of like calling him that because it's just like it should be about it should be about coaching and you know kind of sorting the team out which obviously we've kind of criticised tonight but it's just this other stuff it's just like the preparation planning I don't know again do you feel like maybe he's been hung out to dry a little bit there's no one else that speaks though is apart from Dean and Jan and, and stuff and we, Dean's we know how you know his health's been and that so it just feels it's like riding on two guys but it's a professional Premier League football club it's like it should be so many other people getting involved you know people irate with Sean Jarvis but it's only because the same people are putting their heads above their had a pit. Where's Julian Winter when we need him? And, and day, Sean's not what to do with football no, side, is he? Can't. Yeah. No. Sean's got his plenty on and his. Neither is Ju- Julian Winter's not supposed to be either. He's supposed to be commercials as well, I think. But. Next season, what is me? Let, we're not going into like League One and Two. This championship, though, man. God, where you got to fight and scrap for everything. You hunger, there's, you know, huge clubs out there that they're just going to eat us alive. We're, honestly, it's so worries me about dropping again. I, honestly, I'm so concerned about it. Because it just looked like we got a plan on and off the pitch. So some of his other comments that I've picked out are, um, it, Jan says, it's important to me to have players that fit the way I want to play. I'm, I know I'm going to trigger Cozzy again with that in a second. And that the one thing that worried me was when he said, I really feel that the team is united with the supporters. It was incredible to see their support against Spurs, which is fine. But they know I have to go through this process to look at each player to prepare well for next year. And... It goes against then him trying to set up for a point and... I've got to pick players. What did he say? I've got to pick players for what? They know I have to go through this process to look at each player to prepare well for next year. Before that, he said something about pick players for a certain game or... Uh, He said, it's important for me to have players that fit the way I want to play. And that's what we're not seeing. Adam Moy, sat on the bench watching 83 minutes. (laughs) Like- the, the only thing I can presume is that Aaron Moy is not going to be here next year so therefore he's doing it but I want to see him because I want to see the best player we've had for 40 years for as long as I can I'm a bit selfish maybe but I, I, said I just want to see him when he got left out you did yeah, you we're did. just that comment after it's, uh, that one meal though it's like you were claiming credit for like we bring his best player that we've got and things improved so yeah. rocket sign yeah. yeah. breaking Dan- news yeah exactly you say get the rocket scientist back on this week for that <laughs> but enough 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 bagging Jan I think um to be honest, 
I don't think we've bagged him. No, we haven't. We're just we're, we're genuine town fans. We just want to see just this long term view. We're frustrated yeah. at what what we've seen, and we all you, nearly every club in history of football gets some kind of new manager bounce. I think it was going to be a stretch if David Wagner couldn't get but anything out of this got, club. Well, ball's flat. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it is a. Flat. I think the problem is is that if it had been a, a so and so would managed a top team in Germany and a top team in England then you'd think okay but when obviously he's he's well documented past it's such a gamble that we've really we've put him in youngest manager we've ever had and what have you and that's when financially we're in the best position yeah. we've ever been can you remember what I said last week Neil I said it'd probably get worse before it gets better and it still feels like it's not bottomed out yet and that's that's a worrying thing that it needs to bottom out before it gets better everything always bottoms out I don't think we've bottomed out yet. That's one thing. So wow. we'll, we'll move on from. So Jan, so we've we've had a few comments on Twitter. HTFC images. Thanks for getting in touch as always. Uh, JS press conferences are his only communication to the fans, and they are cagey, guarded, and don't make any sense. Do you think Jan Ziva needs to do interviews to communicate to the fans? He looks to be getting more isolated as the weeks go past. 100%, mate. And if you remember when Wagner joined, he was straight at the Millbridge Club, Everwell and Branch. Yep. Within two weeks, a masterstroke or whatever from the club, or whether it was just a guy just being embracing his people. But I think there's that such detached, even, you know, it'd be brave, wouldn't it? But you're like, we're always wondering what his style is and, and you know, selections. If he just if Jan of, wants to come he... down on here and rollock yeah. us, get back of your rant, do it. And I'll, I'll sit there and I'll take it like a. Because like I think a that's schoolboy, yeah, <laughs> if that's... he wants to, or if he wants to, yeah. you know, I mean, he's obviously got bigger fish to fry than us, obviously. But no, but we're walking out just like scratching his heads, and it's getting worse every week, really. So mm. that luckily they've got all them eighteen thousand season card holders there, but God knows yeah. what they sign up. They've done brilliantly to shift. I think I think we've probably got seventeen four that we've shifted, but they've done brilliantly. Yeah, but how many will come at ground if we keep going like this? Well, seven four. We'll have to Bradford City the attendance as well. <laughs> Uh, Terry Pete Pete Green uh, also says Will Zivert's pig-headedness regarding some senior players be his downfall I, I think these senior players won't be here next year so if Jan's here then hopefully not well I wonder obviously Zanka's back on a bench Lursel sub I don't know if that's kind of a Oh, sorry, would he not? No, no it was. I, I didn't like. I didn't like. I'll be honest. Him, though, it? Yeah, we sat on the bench. They, they, they uh, both came. All oh, right. I thought Jan. Uh, not Jan. Um, L- Jonas Lursel and. Zanka came over at the end and kind of like away from all the other players to do like their little it was almost like a little we're not the bad guys kind of applause and I just felt that was a little bit contrived maybe a little bit sneaky from them to kind of use the feeling against Jan to kind of play up the good guys I don't know if I'm reading too much into it but it just seemed a bit it just seemed a bit contrived and the people I was with thought the same as well at the time but I I do like Jonas Lussel a lot so (laughs) there we go I'm gutted he's leaving so what we'll do, um, we'll move off of, of Jan. I think we've we've got everything off our chest there in regards to his style of play. And we'll move on to some of your questions from Twitter. Right, so Jody Calvert... Um, at Forever Town is the first one that centres a tweet. And she says, what away days are people... We, we kind of covered this a little bit last week, but what away days are people most looking forward to next season and why? 
I think you answered with I Brentford. I answered, yeah, Brentford, because it's last chance to go to that ground and it's a cracking away day. Have they got well, three three season. pubs now, or is it? They used to have a pub on every car. Either way, it it's just three. a great day out. Getting to London early, have a good drink, have a good wonder, and it's a, it's a proper little tight football ground where you can make some racket. I think I said this last week, but I uh, I really want to go to Luton because I've yeah, not well, been. Yeah, I, I put Luton on that as well. Yeah, I want to go to Luton because I want to go through that little thing where you walk yeah. through that guy's back, back garden, <laughs> you know, and you go down the fire escape and into the away end. I think it just looks... It's a throwback, isn't it? It just looks. Other, other it'll remind that, me I think of the night. Pretty much been one more before, haven't we? Yeah, I'm just looking forward to clicking that turnstile, thinking we've got a chance to. I think that's it. I think you'll enjoy the away gone. days much more yeah. if, if you know, we, we know we're going there. Yeah, I did a, a little bit of hope. Yeah, I did some, uh, something that you put me on the mat with Watford guys. Uh, Love Radio London on Sunday, and they kind of grilled me a little bit on stuff, and they said. Says you've got to be honest. It's been a miserable season for you, and that as well. And you'll just be looking forward to just winning some games and just having a smile on your face. And I just thought that's exactly just what it is. Says it's been absolutely miserable. It was nice that they really kind of appreciated that for us. I don't feel it. You know, a lot of people. I don't think the Premier League's quite gone to their heads. A lot of Watford fans. No, and and this is what I mean. Still, people enjoy. Like I got it last week. Enjoy the the last few games of the Premier. How can anyone enjoy this? How can anyone enjoy this? The cat. You can't. Not a proper football fan. If you think. This is about enjoyment because honestly, it would just as soon as Tottenham were two up after 28 minutes, that would hit you might as well turn it off, tell it, mull your lawn, do whatever. And that's the Premier League all over, isn't it? It's done, yeah. I just can't believe how we've gone from oh, it's been done to death, but well, follow, following on from that, Malky, our, our buddy in America, says, um, Was it all worth it? Promotion felt amazing back in May 2017. Was it everything we hoped for? And do we enjoy scrapping to finish 17th, getting patronized by the press? Hoping to do better than three rubbish teams. Let's face it, yeah. we'd do it all again. And and to be honest, the journey is always better than the oh. destination. The journey's brilliant. So if we have to mm. suffer the Premier League again, I, at I'd least we'd have the, the journey. I'd the two years previous to this one, I'd, I'd gladly suffer this season again to have two that good again. I'd rather suffer this season than the one we did under Mick Wadsworth anyway. Just, I'll tell you a, just about. I'll tell you why I'm looking, for the obvious reasons, because of the Neil Warnock connection, but I'm very jealous, and it, it very reminds me of us last year, Cardiff City. Cardiff City had been written off by everyone, hated by everyone because of Warnock and what have you. They were down and, and you know and out, and again, a brilliant result on Tuesday. They're, they're battling, they're scrapping, they're getting bad decisions against them, like we got, and what have you, and stuff. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. 
Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. It almost just like mirrors us, but they've got that hunger. Warnock, you know, he, yeah. he said something about Tiger Woods this week that, you know, saying, look, everyone wrote him off and look what we do. That, that, I can just buy into all that. And it, I just, I'm looking at that kind of with my face against the window thinking, that were us, and I'm jealous of what you got. We've got, we went from that to what we've got now. It's gone spectacularly wrong. It's just, it's incredible, really. I know they say the second season's hard, and you know you can reel up like some stats and teams. Is culture, it six, six, seven teams, but yeah, it's culture. Yeah, they've got. Honestly, I really hope they stop up because again, it's like no one wants them to. I, 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 they remind, yeah. I, I'm the same. They remind me of us. Part of me wants them to come back down because of this. Part of me that hopes will bounce or have a chance of bouncing back, and I just kind of think. I know, but Cardiff, really? uh, Brighton, you kind of think Brighton would bounce straight back, whereas Cardiff, I'm not sure. But I kind of the other part of me thinks, mm-hmm. good on Cardiff. You know, I, hope I just see everyone on the same page, the fans and stuff. Even though Jan was saying we're all on the same page as fans and players, I just don't buy that whatsoever. I, I think you're just looking at that end three thousand whatever there. They're behind the team. Jan, we're not. We were there just for the ground. I just, you know, yeah, we wanted to win and stuff, but I just. I can't believe how he can read that into that. It's just It's not. brutal, but it's true. We, majority of that crowd, if that had been at Wembley on Saturday, I, I can't see us taking 500. But because it went new ground, I, I wouldn't have gone to Wembley again to watch us on Saturday. No way. I didn't go last year, so I think I would. But so, that's only because I didn't go last year. But On half 12 kick-off, that would have been how many reckon they'd gone nil there? 500 tops. Yeah, yeah. I think we'd have got 1,000. There seems to be a, a travelling 1,000 that keep going. It's a, it's a, it's a, sounds a bit blase, but it's quite a common ground for a bit Wembley enough, haven't we? Well, Nottingham Forest, Jody, one answer to your question. I love it there. Hooters, good, that's what you're after. Good bars, good setup. Your Nate Pitch, I really like it, Nottingham, and they yeah. watch people in Nottingham. I was out of the week for yeah, cricket yeah. and that as do you well. Know, and still I, the thing it. I like about I hate it at the time, but I think which is really funny, which they do, is is when they score and they taunt you with you've lost that loving feeling. I just think that's really I think that's yeah. very different. I, I like love that, that. Mullock and tie that yeah, city ground I like thing. That. And I also love Westbridge Bridgeford for shot, but least said about <laughs> that the <laughs> That's where you go for the yeah, cricket. And it? obviously we'll definitely be there, but can't see it. Joe Lolly probably will. But yeah, good luck to Yeah. Good luck I to I hope Pots- Portsmouth come up me. I, that's another ground I haven't been to. Yeah, I've not been there. It's a bit it, when I've been through it and it seemed a bit rough Portsmouth and yeah. I think their hands are a bit edgy, aren't they? But Yeah, that's somewhere I'd like to go. But well if you don't like the cowbell of the Huddersfield Giants, I think you're in for a shock if you go there, I'm afraid. Oh, that guy. Remember when they stayed up at our place when we just rolled over that season? Yeah. Uh, right, the next one's from At Four Candles, Mick H. A break from the doom and gloom, the best town 11 made up of players from the last 30 years. I quickly put one together, which quite simply is Lussell, Smith, Schindler, Heffley, Ben Chilwell, slightly over Simon Charlton, Kachunga, Moy, Hogg, Izzy Brown, Stuart Booth. Special mentions for Vaughan Clayton, Gary Roberts and Chris Marsden. But any players that you'd like, that you'd love from the last 30 years? Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy is the best player we've had. And there was. Um, I can't do 11 off the top of my head. I loved Chris Marsden, me. I know. I loved Chris Marsden. So I don't like Danny Scorfield. Craig Maskell, he was my first Maskell. first favourite. Yeah, I, like, I like what you'd term proper footballers. Yeah, Rob Edwards, and, uh, I know it sounds. You know. Danny Scorfield yeah. was a proper footballer. Gary me. Roberts was one of my favourites. He yeah. wouldn't be one of the best, but he was one of my favourites because I thought he was a great character. Like Pilks. Great ball. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Jack, Jacko's team there. And that would have probably the highlight on Saturday. He came down after about. Ben Amer. <laughs> Jacko came down the concourse after about half an hour. had as many pints he, as Jacko. People knew him. He, he were going for a pint like we all were. I think we'd had enough. And uh, 
echoing around the uh, concourse. Who needs Mourinho when we've got Jacko? And I Class just think, for a moment, I was just like in Merry Lane. Wrexham away, 2006, yeah. yeah. And they were loving it with Jacko. on his face. And I just thought, he couldn't have done any worse on that bench on Saturday, could he, directing operations? But I think we'd have a plan if yeah. Jacko was there. At least. Brilliant, though, that is still coming to watch us, isn't it? You know yeah, I, mean? I think he works for the club, doesn't he? In one of the um, yeah, I've seen suites. Him yeah, yeah, he's a speaker. And and that as well, couldn't get a better one, really. He's got a great, great Don't you host that club? Yeah. I think yeah. it's under the white, the one under the white rose club. Behind North Stand. Yeah, it does. I'm going to cheat the bag of the week. Uh, Jacob Rogers says goalkeeper next season Hamer after Matt praised him the other week I'm not sure I did uh, Coleman Schofield or bring someone in then who so I think that might be a quite a good segue onto the fact that we've been linked with Kieran Westwood this week um, James, I'd, I'd take Kieran Westwood all day long James Bentley said no signings are made in the summer who is your number one Hamer, Coleman or Schofield I don't think we want that situation Kieran Westwood won't come though why would he want to come he's out of What's contract that? he's out of contract yeah but what are we going to you know this is the problem that I think we're signing players because like if you've got if you've got seven or eight that you're thinking might build on or move into you you're talking players now at Uddersfield Town Championship, right, okay, you're going look for promotion. We've heard words like consolidate, which fair enough, but what I, I just think it's been so difficult to sign guys now, get them in the table. What Matt, you'll play the part of yeah, what? Right, mate, you know, next season championship, Uddersfield, why should I sign? Why He's gonna do a fake German accent then? Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna Um Exactly. I, I I think if we are because Kieran Westwood's lost his place at Sheffield Wednesday but I think Steve Bruce has brought him back a bit hasn't he um, I think his age I think him and his age is a good fit for us because I, I, I'm not a fan of Coleman it's, it's just all I don't, I don't want to sound like a miserable sod but I'm going to sound like a miserable sod <laughs> you are a miserable sod yeah it's uh, I don't care <laughs> does that sound really bad yes I, I don't care at this moment in time I haven't even come to terms with how bad this season's been. It's when it over with. Mm. And I can't even think about who we're going to sign for next season because, as we said last week, we don't know who the owner is. We don't know who the manager's going to be. We don't know diets of footballs. We don't know who players are going to be. We don't know, do we? No, we don't. Well, I so care. We just, no, I'll, we finish that. We're I'll finish that <laughs> point. It's all, it's all guesswork. You could name 20 goalkeepers. Yeah. It probably won't be one of them. I've I've heard a whisper we've agreed with someone from Germany, but I haven't got a name, so we'll see how that pans out. But Kieran Westwood, would he be good? Yes. Is he likely? Not sure. Sheffield Wednesday can probably wallop as much money down as we can, so we'll see. Uh, Claire Hill says... Return of uh, obviously the Instagram post of Van Lepara, which you I think you sent us on WhatsApp yeah. as well, Neil. Yeah. Uh, return of Val- Van Lepara, is he committed to next season? I think there was a falling out with Wagner, wasn't there? So, pass clear. I'd, I'd be delighted if Van Lepara were here next season. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I think we missed him this season. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, he's still probably our best winger. I would yeah. say, still probably. And in that four-three-three, pushed further up, maybe he could do a bit more damage than he did before. But we'll see. What about Quan? I saw some quotes from him on there Saturday. I think he was pushed because Ipswich went down, didn't they? Like, what's your next season and stuff? Says I've got a year left at Huddersfield, and there's a new manager. He was almost kind of nicest saying, man in football, Colin. Yeah, but one of them. I don't think he'd I ever say anything if controversial. Sailed though, Neil. I don't know. It's like people saying they want F back. No, I'd, no. I'd, I'd leave him where he is. Yeah. Injury prone. Quan is different to F because he's still just, got a contract. But people just clutching. There was somebody yeah. saying, "Get F back, get Casey Palmer back, get who is it back?" I'd have Casey Palmer back. back. Casey Palmer's available. I'd I know, but yeah, I think Bristol Christ, City have yeah. all but signed him. We're well, just clutching, aren't we? It's all <laughs> it's desperate. Man. We're just, let's not reverse. You can't recreate what happened in 2017. You cannot recreate that. It's gone. 
it's move what, on. That's what it's I done. said a few weeks ago, Neil. It's time for we've new We've just heroes. got to start again so with something ago, it feels different. Like about 10 years it does, ago, yeah. It? But we've got to start again. It's it just needs a new broom. We've got the last couple of tweets that I've picked out. Thanks for everybody for getting in touch. Um, some of the stuff that you've sent through we'll use at the end of the season in other weeks. So thanks for that. Um, Ian Holtz said Sabiri question mark. It's a, it's a frustrating mm. one for me because I want to see him, but he seems to be with the youth team. Um, if if he's not in the first team, I can't see him being here next year. It might be one of your 15, 16. It's frustrating for me because I think there's a good player in there. So, so the German national team apparently. Yeah, so your favourite cosy A win, Alistair Win says Was survival at the end of last season a bit of a double edged sword? Would we have been better off going down with our heads held high but team spirit intact? Mm. I think yes. There is a school of thought. That there's that, there's a shout for that, but mm. give, me, give me that night out at Chelsea here, don't we? Yeah. Oh. Something me and my mate Tom discussed in that it would probably have been better to go down. Financially not so much, but yeah, team spirit wise, team it would have been better. I think to go it probably would, but so nobody can ever recreate no. that feeling. No, at Chelsea, you can't, you, you can't. We achieved something despite people knocking us for what you know, claiming about Thurisfield Town. Yeah. That two yeah. years was simply yeah. phenomenal. I'm going to try and put a positive spin on it. But what? can you imagine if we'd have come up and just done what we've done this year? Wow, then uh, you, you can you could probably kind of half expected it. That I think could have happened. Yeah, yeah. We could have done that. I think, I think honest, that's, this is what I, people I expected people us to do last year. Last year yeah. we, we had all the, won't get as many points as Derby and all that. And Down before the Christmas tree. God, blah, it's going blah, back blah, a few blah. years, but Swindon did something like this, didn't they? Like, they come up, they were totally outclassed. Craig yeah. Maskell, I think, were playing then. Didn't it was, yeah, Janaga yeah. Fjortoft. 20 yeah. points. In fact, yeah. that's, they brought in Fjortoft yeah. and he scored a load of goals and I think they got, they got 14 points. points. Even Fulham won on Saturday, didn't they? They pulled a bit of That's That's 19th unlikely, isn't it? The last one is from Josh Phillips. Thoughts on the inevitable... I'll give this to you, Cosy. Thoughts on the inevitable European Super League and how it would affect clubs like Town. Would you Would you back a European Super League first? I... I it, people... I had this on the kind of a group that I run at. I probably would, but whether it would destroy everyone else with finances, part of me just thinks there's so many... Despite what everyone tells you about this competitive Premier League, it's a load of nonsense. Six teams, isn't there, really, that... Let them play it together. Let Barcelona and Real Madrid play it together. Let Bayern Munich, Paris Saint-Germain, everyone else. I get all that. League. I get all that. Put all that in a pot, but what but damage would it do? With all? That's the only thing, isn't it? You, you picture two years ago when, when Schindler's taking that pen. Would it have meant as much if we didn't yeah, get trips yeah, to... Yeah. If we didn't play Man U yeah. and Liverpool and... Arsenal and Tottenham would it have meant as much yeah. it wouldn't would it I'm not for elitism and close shots no, I, I don't like it so for I, me I'm, I'm a European Super it. League would, would kill I, I'm, I'm dead against it leave Champions League as it is do you that, think it would kill it or do you think people are just thinking it would, no it would kill my enthusiasm for football my, my enthusiasm yeah. for football has been waning for years anyway with the Premier League but I think that would kill me because I remember completely. like Celtic Rangers you know obviously moved to the English League etc and I remember yeah. that there were phone-ins and what have you and a lot of the other teams were saying let them go we'll just carry on regardless and stuff but no. I suppose, like you said, nah. no. The thing is, with Celtic kills, Rangers, if, there's no way that our change promotion would have been that as game fun. last night. That Man City Spurs, the, one of the best games has ever been for years and years. That that'd be all lost if you had the European. What league, were, for, you know, when fixtures came out when we got promoted, when fixtures came out, the first yeah. things you looked for. Anfield. When do we play Liverpool? When do we play Man U? When do we play Tottenham? When do we play Arsenal? That's what you looked for. You, the, the funny if thing is now, there, are you looking for? When now do we we're probably West going. Ham, when do we, we play? play when nah, do we play Crystal Palace, Watford, and yeah, so so no, now? Because when can we get a point or a goal? <laughs> so that's yeah. maybe what it's done. But won't hold your breath on either of them. But Liverpool playing Liverpool next Friday. What is the point of anyone tuning into that game? Nah. 
What's, that's the only argument It's going to be another it, attack Matt. versus defence, yeah. isn't it? Someone said, I've said that to a few people. Someone will come as well because it's because it's you're so spectacularly bad. It's nothing really to do with you. You've blown it, basically. That's why. Don't blame. You've but would, would, people, would, would it be different with Liverpool versus Burnley or Liverpool versus Southampton? I don't think it's that different. It's just we're a little bit worse the than them. But I think the just, setup is just similar. I think it's just like having 20% possession, 30% possession or whatever. It just makes for a dull affair. I mean, I'm not saying you can't win on that, obviously. No, it's, it is like a training match, but I think a lot of games with the top yeah. six and the rest can be like that. And I don't I think, think it's... it's a money situation. It, it's yeah, I think maybe there's an argument for more parity with paint with money because teams at the top are getting 400, 500 million a year and they're bankrolled by billionaires and we're getting four, five, six times less. And it's it's not, but then again, it's the same abroad as well. So, you know. So we'll move on to some other news. Just something I want to mention, sorry, just again on Tottenham. I don't, it made me laugh. There's some videos we're doing social media, but there was, again, you see it a lot, but there were. It must have been like in the second half. There was just like must have been lads drinking, singing. Nobody had any desire to go back in the ground. It was incredible. It was just like singing about water night and stuff like that. As fans are just a different breed. I've, I've kind of been really inspired by their positivity. A lot of it's kind of said in jest, but there's still a great kind of spirit amongst the fan base. There's not many clubs. I don't think 14 points lost. Gallows here. 28 out of 36. Yeah, but it's still. No, it's good. I, it's positive. I, I observed good. it from Saturday and just thought, this is. I know everyone's enjoying a day out of London, but I thought this is just like quality. The total respect to the people there. It is just amazing that they still got such good spirit. And some uh, of the videos are great. Yeah, beer yeah. helps. Good beer as well. Well, that is that is another thing, and that as well. But yeah. Who's in? Jepson's there. Billy's in. The goal. Chris Billy Huddersfield Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. News that we don't usually. We, well, who am I kidding? We do talk about speculation, don't we? So we'll talk about more speculation. We, we've been trying to ignore this a little bit because I think we don't really want any of it to be true. Um, but there's been the talk of a takeover of Huddersfield keeps ramping up. The jungle drums are getting louder. The noise is getting louder. Um, Dean Hoyle hasn't quashed it. Usually when something like this comes out, he'll say, rubbish. Um, it's up to him whether he wants to do that, obviously. Uh, but the... There's another report that says Huddersfield Takeover exclusive consortium keen on deal but for 30 million less than wanted. A new business consortium backed by European money are ready to offer to buy Huddersfield Town in a 50 million pound deal. Whether the gap between 50 and 80 million will scupper a deal is yet to be seen, but the new bidders are deadly serious about buying Huddersfield. The Terriers have always been pro-European, apart from Brexit, with two German managers in David Wagner and current boss Jan Ziva and the consortium. With money from Europe, believe Huddersfield are the perfect club to invest in and we'll get them back into the top flight. I I know there's I know there's a big difference between the two clubs, but I kind of look at Bolton have been available for ages. I know they've got debts, haven't they, that need to pay, but if somebody was serious I th- I look at Bolton and say they're just Huddersfield in Lancashire. It's pretty much the same kind of club. The same stadium. Twice. Yeah. And, yeah, and Lawrence Bassini's gone in there, the ex Watford guy. And yeah. I just kinda of think why if they've got so much money, why would they? Why would they buy Huddersfield? That's the thing. Because QSI apparently, Qatari, who own PSG, are looking at clubs. They're not buying Huddersfield. They're they're in it for the kudos, you know, the big city approach, you know, Paris. Um, who wants to buy? And I like Huddersfield as a place a lot. I know I don't live there, but I do like a Huddersfield, Home Firth, Meltham, Combe Valley, great areas. Uh, the town centre's a bit tired, but you know, there's lovely buildings there, etc., etc., etc. So I'm not going to bag Huddersfield. But why would someone want to buy Huddersfield and invest in Huddersfield Town? 
when others are probably available, like Newcastle, for example, are available. There is all that, Matt, but... God, this is gonna. Be, I can't believe I'm saying this, but um, hear me out. I think it's for the best. Right, stop. No, go. For a lot of reasons, I think Dean Earl, It's eleven years he's done at Uddersfield Town. That takes a hell of a lot out here as a chairman, and that as well. We obviously know, you know, he's on the men, but his well documented health problems. He's took us from League One to the Premier League. He's achieved the dream. All the, you know, the last thing I would have wanted. I'm not talking like it's gone, but who knows? I don't want was seventeenth in Premier League, in sorry in Championship, and the crowd are Dino. He didn't put his hand in his pocket. No ambition. This that and Dino does not deserve that. It just feels like to me that this is the right time for all parties. And yeah, that was a story. No smoke without fire. Who knows? But I just feel that as Dean got the energy to go go again, it just feels the right time for Some it to, to change. On Saturday said. What did he ever do for town? Where did Pilkington money go? Oh, God. <laughs> it's incredible. I don't swear on the pod, but... Honestly. We're always going to change, though, Matt, won't it? I mean, again, we're talking like it's done, but 11 years is a lot. How many people stay around for 11 money. years? There's not many. There's not many, and no. all that... It just feels like... I just want to... If he has to be done, I just... I still don't think this season tarnishes us whatsoever. I so just what, what you're essentially saying is he goes out a hero, carried high. Yeah. He got, he's right. the guy oh, that got oh, the Premier League. There, should, be a, there yeah. should be a statue outside yeah. ground of Dane Oil. We should be playing mate, Wrexham now <clears throat> in National League. We would have been nah, without him. Championship. Well, Ken Davey never know, yeah. dear, but, um But I can't... Right, I know all the fears and everything and why they invest. I've always thought that. I don't think there's any more we could do, really. I, I don't trust people who don't support the club. I just don't trust naturally. I, guess, I just don't Dean's see what's in it forever for and he's and he not, he's not even going to know, you know, because he's always said, that I'll only, you know, sell to kind of people got this town at heart, but anyone can kind of say... Well, anyone can say, yeah. I've got all these best interests and then not do well, them. We, we've seen, we've seen though, a number of conservative it, Labour parties do that. you'd only sell to somebody who's got Huddersfield town at heart, that changes, surely, because of the monetary situation we're in now. Because how many Huddersfield town fans can afford to buy a club that's currently worth what we're worth. If we never got to the Premier League, we're not worth anywhere near what we're worth yeah. now. So maybe another Field Town fan could afford this, it, but in the scheme of things now, really. I'm I'm so. I'm all for something like I I don't want Dino to leave at all. No, if he no, want no. if it's on his terms and he wants no, to leave, he go it goes with my I I everybody's blessing if it, it goes if with Dino me at his feet throwing rose petals. They're just whoppers out there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If he now, wants to go swear. then you know, I, I I want to buy him a pint. You know, I want to. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like he did for us back at was it Hereford or something? Leighton Orient, yeah. yeah. Um, I want him to go out with a bang. Obviously, I don't know if he can if he still drinks or whatnot. But um, I I don't want this to happen. But I'm looking at it from a purely selfish point of view. In that I'm a Huddersfield Town fan. I love what he does in the community and what he's done for us. Oh. And if we go back down and we're mid table next season, then I've still got that attachment. The attachment means so much because I've become so dis, dis, you know, disenfranchised with football. It's just full of pillocks mm. everywhere you look. He's been there everywhere's years, full Matt, of idiots. Though. Name me any other people that have been there for long. Steve I mean, Gibson. That's yeah. it. That's all I can give you. Yeah, but, maybe. But I just think I just feel like that's 
Dean's done it, what he needed to do for the town. He's left the club in such a better I, place. I, just, I, just, I know, but there's just gone. so much more to it. Has he got to the me, fire enthusiasm and, and, more importantly, the health to want to go around the yeah, circuit? Yeah, well, that, again, well that's mate. it. I if he doesn't and he it. wants to go, that's fine. But yeah. if, if he's if he wants to continue, I want him to continue. I just last thing I'd want is like kill the bank. You know, do you know? Or, or, I don't think know. they'd do that. I don't think they'd do that. Do you think, mate? I think so. After well, if they do, I'm wading in fist flying first. A couple of seasons, mate. At 16 for 17, saved. If the instant turn out well, I. I'd, last thing I'd want is anyone to be having a go. Well, bloody hell, Neil said it was happening on Saturday in the concourse or whatever. But well, I hope Neil sat on yeah, his head. He just feels like there's more to it than just a couple of DATM rumours or what have you and that as well. I, I'd be surprised if Dean Hall's here in August next year, personally, based on not no inside info. Well, I think the ideal scenario for me then is that if, if Dean wants to go, then okay. <laughs> but yeah, he gets. I, I, I start. I've got. I'm useless with my hands, but I'll try build one. It'll probably be useless. But um, there's. We, we're gonna. I'm changing sports. I know. I mentioned rugby league far too much for football fans. But there's a currently a a proposal in rugby league to bring a New York team into uh, the British, well, European Super League and rugby football league system. And it's headed by a guy called Ricky Wilby, who's from Huddersfield. Uh, he's the front of it. Um, I can't remember what Ricky does. I think he's either a fitness trainer. He's been involved at some schools uh, as a teacher and bits. Has he got a load of money? No, but what he's Hockey done. Ricky, lad. But, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about him in particular. But what he's done, he's he's got a number of backers and bidders behind him from London and all over with guaranteed money for X amount of years. So if somebody who's a Huddersfield Town fan fronts it, and you know you've got somebody who's got the best interests of the club at heart, and there's money coming in to support it, then that for me is is more of a situation I'm comfortable with than someone coming in like like the Whoppers at Bradford for example like Edin Reich can you imagine if some idiot like him comes in it'll be a nightmare the thing is you just never know do you because it, no, it were heralded as the, the big bright new era at Bradford wasn't it and it's yeah. absolutely crippled them well you saw from the start hilariously like, so but then Vichai came in at Leicester and took it another level so you just don't know do you no. well, he's, he's, them, uh, well he's wedged isn't he he's, yeah, he's wedged he's and you can see they're wedged but he also seemed to have yeah. a good art about him and what to do things the right way and he did, yeah. He's built, built everything about it. Was, it was really improved, sad that you know, yeah. the, the thing that happened to him. But his son seems great as well. So I've got a lot of time for the Leicester yeah. owners. But the, for every Leicester owner, there's there's GFH. There's the guy that came in, the, the Arabian guy that came in at Portsmouth with no money, with about five in his back pocket. And he hoodwinked them all thinking they had 50 million. There's Nothing the other guy at Portsmouth. Though, lads. Milan Mandaric. 11 years. Is te- it, you must take your toll on him, even if he, you know, without the illness. Part, year, this, wow. this might be taken wrong by some people. Part of me really wants him to go yeah because justify he just, here, right? <laughs> easy it's easy to justify it part of me really wants him to go because he's a family man he's still got a relatively young family yeah you know his, his two lads are old let's tell you what's brilliant they've that... gone through every, every kick of a ball every stressful situation every oh, every them scenes at Wembley let, let's go before Wembley both Wembleys let's go before Wembley though all, all the negative stuff on on various sites, negative stuff on Twitter. This and other slating him for not spending Jordan Rhodes money, not spending oh, Pilkin to he him, not did doing spend this. Spend the Rhodes money, didn't he? As no, well, that's what I'm is, saying though. Know, all, yeah. it's not say, not not doing this, not doing that. That always, always seemed louder than people being appreciative appreciative mm-hmm. of what he did actually do. Yeah, there was, a... and he has transformed this football club oh. beyond. Any realm of our imagination, what we could have imagined. No, no, none of us saw promotion at Premier League, staying in Premier League, earning all this money, seeing Gerard and Moyes. No, nobody foresaw Neil, that. I would say... And he, I, 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 I would wish him all the yeah. best. And part of me just... 
honestly, part of me really hopes he does it and just goes on and makes sure his health's right and his family's right and whatever else. I'd go even bigger. Like I would Arsenal on Saturday, don't ask, but uh, stopping near there, so I thought I'd have a wander around and I saw that pitch statue Herbert Chapman had a cheeky little selfie. But I would say Dean Oyle, apart from Herbert Chapman, there's not many other people that have been so influential for other Seal Town football club. Wagner. I'd go as big as that. Some people might be laughing. We had the perfect don't. storm because he got he got yeah. Wagner involved. It, it was yeah. the perfect storm. Dean Oyle, Wagner. And, and, and yeah, yeah and, and other than that, you, you are fortunate. Yeah, but, but it's like you said, it's not, it's not the influence on the pitch, it's the stuff the breaks club. He's even leaving us. The bike rides. Well, when he, if, he, if and when he's leaving us with a £20 million training ground. Yeah. £20 million on a training ground. Is that This is Uddersfield Town. Loss. Yeah. You know, and this. this Imagine if somebody said to you yeah. five years ago, we're going to spend 20 million on a training ground. What? I know Matt don't want to hear it, but I totally agree with you, Neil. It just feels no, I, I right said it, Go feels back, Cosley. Right I said if, he's, if he wants to go, then he goes with my blessing. That's that's it. But if he doesn't want to go and people are saying out, then I'm vehemently against it. Yeah, but people will say that because people are... Douchebags. Yeah, I won't say what I want to well, say. Well, you've just got to say some rubbish that Sean <laughs> yeah, Jarvis but, has yeah, been tweeted you know, in the in last it's, few yeah, months. It's, People the the vitriol that some people come out with. Ungrateful. Yeah, it's. Yeah, we turned mm. up on Saturday because it's a nice ground. We want to go see that, but we got the opportunity to go see that because of what they've done. <laughs> That's why we were there on Saturday because of what they've done. So, gimme going there once and seeing us get tanked for it. It should have been more. And I did more about it. Our cheese office selection, whatever else. But that's by the by. We were there because of the infrastructure and the plan and the hard work and devotion that Dean Oil etc have put in and if anybody's against that don't listen to us again because you're a complete weapon I think that moves us on nicely to our next section and Neil it makes a return unbelievable right Neil we've not done this for a week because Cosy you said a little bit earlier that people have turned on Huddersfield Town and we've pretty much got no defence against it so we've not had a whopper for a while Neil no. and this one's probably not not a happy whopper either <laughs> no this this is um, this is a frustrated whopper and it's one that it, honestly it's one that I don't I really don't want to do and I've thought long and hard about whether I should do it or whether I should not do it I've I'm, I'm going to give a, a runner up whopper if that's alright that's alright do you want to do that first yeah there's, there's there's a lad behind me at the game they've said there's nobody behind you so. no there's an air freshener that keeps going off if people keep hearing <laughs> yeah. that but there's a lad behind me at the game early 20s um Constantly, every time Ben Aimer got the ball on Saturday, he's like, "Oh!" And then every time he'd caught it, he'd ironically cheer, and then he'd be singing "England's number one." And I just <laughs> that that was irritating. But when Danny Rose came on the pitch, he started using the Y chant. Anybody that uses that is an absolute well, pillock of the highest. You know, knock it off, yeah. because that can get you into trouble. That can get the club into trouble. Yeah, and. It's anti-Semitic. Stop it. <laughs> if you turned around and said that to him, probably wouldn't know what it meant. Well, probably not. And if it had turned around, he'd probably kick me in the back of the head as well because he doesn't seem the type. So well, I didn't strong say Strong runner-up, but what's the winner? The, the winner. And this, this might be totally irrational, 
I've no doubt that somebody will tell us if it is, and that's your that's your that's your freedom to do so. But my whopper of the week, Terry. yeah, yeah, <laughs> is um, oh, I'm gonna say it. Out. Jan Sievert is whopper of the week, and it pains me. Jan Sievert, and I'm gonna get a message. I know I'm gonna get a message off of saying that. I won't say his name now. Um, Ninety-four minutes gone on Saturday. Ninety-four. There were four minutes of added time. Not six. Not seven. Not eight. Four. Ninety-four minutes played. Town made a substitution, and we're well into ninety-fourth minute substitution. On comes Danny Williams. Referee goes, and that's your lot. Blows whistle. He ran on. He ran on touchline to the halfway line. The referee. The referee blew. blew. Now, take this any way you want, but that, for me, was just rank, bad, awful management. Man management as well. Yeah, awful man management of a senior professional who is out of contract, is playing for a new deal. He's not kicked a ball for God knows how long. He's been on bench a few weeks. Exactly, but he's been on bench a few weeks, not got on. To put him on, to literally walk on and walk off. I felt embarrassed for him. It would, I just think it was disgraceful. It was disgraceful. That should not happen. If, if it was, for instance, if it was young Matt Daly, and he's never been in first team, he's never kicked a ball for yeah. the first team, never been on pitch first team. sample the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Give him last 20 seconds just to get him on that pitch to say, in history books, I played away at Tottenham Frostfield type Premier League. Danny Williams doesn't need lip service like that USA captain yeah to or do was, that yeah. for me was abysmal man management and it it infuriated the life out of me and it, it might be irrational of my reaction but did anyone else notice it I'd gone by I wasn't happy with it quite I was a lot there. didn't and I put some on Twitter and a couple of people disagreed with me but what did the, they say the, I, I just what, what, those no, what, who disagreed yeah, what, what were they case with it. Uh, appearance fee, it's his manager's choice to do what he wants and nah, it's not. Not a senior pro like that. Appearance fees used to be built in so they were from yeah. 75 minutes. Yeah, but just disgraceful. But anyway. The trouble is that's not going to help wrong. other players, Neil, is it? I mean, like, never mind Danny Williams' state of mind. The other players must think, if, if I'm on bench watching that and I'm Zanka watching that as a senior pro, I don't I can't remember who else was on bench, but you sat, well, it doesn't really matter, Coleman, does it? yeah. Those who have gone off already, you sat watching that, and I'd be just like, "Are you joking? Yeah. Are you actually joking?" Don't do much for the team spirit I, togetherness. I wouldn't have done that to somebody in Sunday League, mm. you know. It's, unless you, unless you were going on, because somebody's leg were hanging off, and they had to come off because they were injured. It was just a case of get on and stand on pitch and met the eleven. That would have been different, but it wasn't that scenario. No. It was just a complete the, waste, and it really did my... The only thing where I would have excused him was if he'd been stood there for four or five minutes to get him on, and there'd been no breaking play, and then it, and then all of a sudden he'd looked at the clock and gone to Danny Williams, do you still want to go on? And then Danny Williams said yes. I'd have had no problem with that. But we, obviously we'll never know that. I don't think he was stood there for four or five minutes, but no. we'll never know if he said to Danny Williams. But for me, it just felt... I felt a bit embarrassed for Danny Williams, a thirty-year-old American captain international. Yeah, it's just wrong. It just didn't feel right. But anyway, if Danny Williams had been, it would have been well in his rights to say no oh, chance and not gone on, which would have created an all-new storm. Like, but fair play fair for play Danny, Danny Williams yeah. for actually going on. But 
Nah, wrong. Just wrong for me. So yeah, sorry, but Jan is whopper of the week. Edge of the box, a header clear by Capu, and Watford will chase out. The pass was in there. Here's Zanka to turn it into the pass. Yes! yes! And Tomin scores! Tomin has scored one of the most important goals of Huddersfield Town's history. It's a big, big brick in the wall of Huddersfield Town's determination to stay in the Premier League. The last thing to cover this week, Cosy, you went on to, is uh, it I Heart Radio, I Love Heart Radio or something? Or yeah, Watford. Yeah. They were great. They were really, really good. I kind of wondered, you know, what a lot of compassion and. Uh, Obviously, they're looking forward to the FA Cup final, and the talk was about you know places to play for. So that because I were kind of saying you, I also told them as well. Obviously, the last time we won at home on a Saturday, which well documented last week, and it's over a year now, isn't it? They went mm. against them because I said, you know, was it against? And they said, was it us? So do you remember Tom Ince, Like, oh, we've forgotten about it. But yeah, I just wonder on Saturday. I don't know what you guys think, but if it doesn't, oh God, if it's anything like what we saw on Saturday, do you think? It's not going to be a great place to be, is it? I'm past. I'm past caring about what. Do you team think you've had that many kickings? Just suddenly, I just. I think the stadium's held up kind of well, positive. Yeah. You know, Leicester were a bit, but I just wonder on Saturday. And the only thing Troy Deeney's out in it now, obviously stuck his elbow up on uh, on Monday night. But <laughs> they've still I think got more to bring. It, in on all there, I can just... think about is just a year before, Tom in sunny afternoon, we're praying for a miracle. Ball comes in Watford, and won. Zanka's ball, yeah, Zanka's clever. It's so different in it on Saturday. There's going to be so many empty seats because cricket season starts, and obviously other people are kind of giving up on the season. And yeah, we're just looking for something, aren't we? Just positive. But you know what? You mentioned Danny Williams. That won't surprise me if he started with kind of how it is at the moment. It'd be a fair apology, I suppose, wouldn't it? It's almost like you know, like when they draw for the FA Cup, they put names in it, and we used to joke about that with Lee Clark, didn't we? Lee Clark, bingo machine. I made a a a reference last week. I said, yeah, at the minute, Jan Zivert's very much like a German Lee Clark, with how overly emotional he is in the team selection. I do feel sorry for him, but I'm just a a bit of a sympathetic kind of person by nature. I do. I am. I do. I I I feel really sorry for him. It just feels like it's him against the world, and there's no one helping him. But they must. Let's hope he didn't hear your rant from earlier. <laughs> I know, it was just frustration, really. But I just uh, you got to get it out sometimes. The trouble is, he's the only one who's talking, mate. You know, it's, the players are coming out and they're saying the right stuff. I think it was Stankovic today, wasn't it? Who were... Yeah, to be honest, like, we should cover that. And Jan Stankovic, Jan, Jan Stankovic, not Jan Stankovic, Jan Stankovic has, has praised Jan Zivert for giving him the opportunity today. And, and yeah, do you know what? We, to, in fairness to Jan, is given opportunities to players and one player that we know can play and do quite a decent job in defensive midfield next year is John Stankovic so maybe we've not looked at some of the positives yet because it's so difficult to Jan, you know John Stankovic is a positive that's come out of what Sievert's done do over we need the last to win on Saturday or does it it doesn't matter we, now does it I know obviously it doesn't but it'd be nice we need some positivity back at HTFC because week by week it's getting I'm not making funny but if we win on Saturday we've got Liverpool away next Friday <laughs> yeah there is that I just want I yeah. just want to see Something developing, forming that I I can go and go right. I know I know what's going on. That's all I want to see. I'm not bothered. Something happened in previous twelve. No, I'm not. I'm not so fussed for. What? I'm not so fussed We've for winning. We've got FA Cup finalists chasing the Europa spot. We've got Champions League semi finalists chasing chasing Premier League title. We've go. then got another team chasing a Champions League spot. <laughs> Watford by tip. And then the we've job. got a team who are going to be staying <laughs> up and have. You know, party, well, they might, they might not. Some, the way it's going, they might not be safe. So they might be nah, playing to be. It's Brighton or Cardiff, isn't it? Oh, well, 
we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not fussed. Uh, the only team news that that's really come out: Callan Grant might be missing. I think he's picked up the illness, uh, but Isaac and Benzer is back. Um, it's a winger. We don't seem to have many of them. So <laughs> to be honest, I I just kind of hope he goes, but. If he picks a four three three and goes of about twelve, nobody ever plays any of them. <laughs> if he if he picks like a four three three and goes, yeah, this is what I'm about next season, and we see Mbenza and Kachunga, I don't know what's going on with Diakabi. He should have been fit a bit since, but if we see something there, and Sabiri makes I'll an appearance honest, on the I've bench. About him again. <laughs> it's a dangerous. He came in for his two or three game, and obviously everyone then. Is that a fit and available then? Or what? He, can't he can't play because of the terms of the loan. Because it was a season long loan, he's ah, not allowed to play for us. For yeah, so he's not going to play. But I just, I just want to see something. Let's I just, just want to see something. Let's just play him and take the fine. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're going to do Dockers points. Oh, yeah, we have got 14, haven't we? Sorry, yeah. But, but, yeah, so hopefully we'll see something. But I'm not in, I'm not that enthusiastic about Watford on Saturday, so oh, I, don't really wanna, I don't really want to talk Even about it too much. It's a free ale match. I don't think you get everyone going. But The only thing, speaking of ale, the only thing I'm enthusiastic about is a good sing-song, Cosy. So I think... The time has come for you to sing us out. Push me out on that as well. Stand by your yan and show the John Smiths you love him. Keep giving him all the love you can. Stand by your yan. Stand by your yan. I can't even know. I'm not quite sure if I can say it in English, but um, goats are the salt in the soup. You know, if the, if the soup is tasty, there has to be salt sometimes in it, yeah? And without a goal, you can't get the egg, so uh, we try to uh, be good chefs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no! 
Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via muck delivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order muck delivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 